means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the October 17th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. Basketball Hall of Famer Dikembe Mutombo is being treated for a brain tumor in Atlanta, Georgia. In a statement over the weekend, the National Basketball Association said the 56-year-old Mutombo is receiving the best care possible from a collaborative team of specialists and is in great spirits as he begins treatment. The NBA adds, Dikembe and his family are grateful for your prayers and good wishes. Mutombo was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2015 after an 18-year NBA career with six teams. The AP's Ben Thomas looks at Dikembe Mutombo's career. I will give you 15, 14, 12, whatever. The coach, uh, whatever, many times I touch the ball, but uh, I don't have to score uh, 20 points to make everyone happy. He could score, but in his playing days, Dikembe Mutombo made a name for himself with his defensive prowess. Not in my house. <laughs> a shot-blocking ability enhanced by his 7'2 height and celebrated in a Geico insurance ad. Happier than Dikembe Mutombo blocking a shot. Coming out of Georgetown, Mutombo spent 18 seasons in the NBA, playing for Denver, Atlanta, Houston, Philadelphia, New York, and the then New Jersey Nets. An eight-time All-Star, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, and three-time All-NBA selection. Inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2015. I'm fortunate and blessed. But off the court, Matumbo has made a mark with his humanitarian work. His foundation focuses on health, education, and quality of life in his home country, the Congo. Building a 170-bed hospital in the capital, Kinshasa, that's treated nearly half a million people, regardless of their ability to pay. The 56-year-old has also served on the boards of the Special Olympics, the CDC Foundation, and the U.S. Fund for UNICEF, the U.N. Children's Foundation. Matumbo speaks nine languages all in that deep voice. The NBA says Matumbo is undergoing treatment for the brain tumor in Atlanta and is in great spirits. I'm Ben Thomas. Thanks, Ben. As the Voice of America celebrates its 80th year of broadcasting, this sunny side of sports flashback, I first interviewed Dikembe Mutombo about 20 years ago here in Washington where he played college basketball for Georgetown University. And less than five months ago, I saw Dikembe in Kigali, Rwanda, where he attended the Men's Basketball Africa League final. Mutombo is a big supporter of the new league, as well as overall basketball development in Africa. And we here at the sunny side of sports send good healing wishes to Dikembe Mutombo in Atlanta. This is the voice of America. Washington, D.C. The countdown continues for next month's FIFA World Cup football tournament in Qatar. Monday marks 34 days until the opening match between Qatar and Ecuador. Five African teams, Cameroon, Ghana, 
Morocco, Senegal, and Tunisia will compete in Qatar. In an interview with Iron Mike Mbonye, the CEO of Result Sports, Mario Leo, rates African champion Senegal as the strongest of Africa's World Cup-bound teams. Well, the African Cup of Nations winner, Senegal, obviously with the biggest talent, with the confidence of, of winning the African Cup of Nations, with key talent within the team obviously is for me very very highly rated um and and i look forward to see the team playing um it's a different stage um the world cup obviously how they manage the stress level how they can come with the talent they come in but i see this team the strongest from all the african kind of um teams coming to the world cup um secondly i would i would put in uh, morocco um because morocco has been underachieving at at the, at the Af- Afcon Championship, but they've got such a great talent uh, with um, Hakimi playing for PSG and and many many others playing uh, a huge impact um, on their uh, respective teams where they play in Europe and and um, internationally. So um, those those two teams I do see quite strongly in their group. Third one, I would probably rate Ghana with RU. Um, they've got a good balance of, of young talent coming into into the national team and obviously some established players. Fourth would be Cameroon, just because the way the country has, has regained confidence, the way the country is developing players um, and the country is, is sort of mixing it um, between international players and domestic players from the league. So I look forward to, to see them. And, and fifth, I would probably put in Tunisia. Um, but Tunisia is for me kind of a surprise package. There needs to be the right team, the will from the team to perform. Um, and I'm not sure they can bring it all the time to the table. Um, and that's why I put them in my rating on five. Based on your rating, which African team do you think to go far, especially getting to the second round and upwards during the FIFA World Cup? It's really a an interesting question um, because, see, it all starts with, with the group selections and the draw of the tournament. And I think here, based on my rating, actually, it, 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 is, it is a combination because, you see, the group stage is sort of, sort of, are the foundation for 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 the rating um and obviously we need to look into the competition and when we see the group a yeah, with ecuador qatar netherlands and senegal i can imagine that senegal can top the group table and therefore we'll go into second round and possibly i can see senegal even getting up to the quarterfinals um, because the team has the experience the team knows how to win competitions like they won the afcon and are the reigning afcon champions and that's why i believe that if all goes well um, they can go very far because the top of the table obviously gets a gets a second place team from another table and therefore it's a little bit in advantage of that the second team i i rated in my rating was was morocco uh, and morocco facing belgium canada croatia Belgium's ambition is to become the world champion with their golden generation. Um, but I th- I see that Morocco basically fights with Croatia for the second place. And I can definitely see Morocco going into the second round. 
Um, then I named kind of the experienced and an uprising Ghana and Ghana's playing Portugal, South Korea and Uruguay. And I can also see Ghana taking second place and fighting with Portugal for the for the group win in in that uh, in in that group H, and therefore I think that Ghana has a chance to go into second round. Tougher and much tougher will be for Cameroon because um, they face Switzerland, Serbia, and Brazil. And Brazil's ambition this year is to really become the world champion on the Qatar or during the Qatar World Cup. World Cup, and then you have a, a very strong Switzerland and a very very solid Serbia. So I don't see. Cameroon um, going through the group stage and the same obviously with Tunisia uh, which faces um, France, Denmark and Australia. Um, that's a too tough group for, for Tunisia and therefore I see uh, Tunisia and, um, and Cameroon going out at group stage. Ghana possibly qualifies for second round and, um, and Senegal and Morocco definitely um, aim for higher ambitions and, and see both teams maybe into the quarterfinals. Mario, you've been following the performances of some African players in Europe. Which African players do you think will be outstanding at the World Cup? I think we've got a lot of African talent. Um, we've always been saying that, we've, we've always listening that and, and the world is kind of striving towards that goal. But this time, changes because the tournament and the development of, of African football on European soil, on international soil, on global soil has been really, really matured over the years because the players now going to the Qatar World Cup are not sort of the the, the starting players. They are not not kind of the, 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 the additional players in the squads. I mean, they are central. Um, and here, obviously, Senegal has a few to name which can be really being at the at the tournament team after the World Cup. We have first of all, I mean Sadio Mane, captain of Senegal, um, impressive player for Liverpool FC, now moved to Germany, play for FC Bayern, um, scored five goals in the first um, eight games of, of the season. Not yet arrived there with, with all the confidence because the playing style in the Bundesliga is different, but he will be impressive uh, with his national team. And amongst him yeah, and his colleagues, obviously, we have Edouard Mendy yeah, playing for Chelsea, outstanding player. Khalidou Koulibaly, yeah, who impressed the Serie A so strong and now plays for Chelsea as well. Um, but also Abdou Diallo, yeah, who moved from PSG to RB Leipzig. So there are a few players um, in the Senegal team which, which are very, very much to watch out for as, as the African um, sort of representatives um, during the World Cup, but also, I mean, Hadjraf Hakimi, right back for Morocco, um, very impressive at PSG. Before that, obviously, played for AC Milan and very, very impressive time at Borussia Dortmund. He's got, at the right back position, not a huge kind of competition to be named um, into the top team of the tournament. So I look forward to see his crosses, but also look to see Senegal's um, players um, in their group stages and, and those are for me really the outstanding ones but there are also some some young hot shots um, for example Ghana um, has has put in Ransdorf Königsdörfer a, a Ghanaian born or with Ghanaian roots built player for Germany uh, for Germans Hamburg SV team in the second Bundesliga 
he's very impressive. Um, he already scored four goals in the first ten matches, so he's 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 going to be a surprise name. I'm going to put out, but um, yeah, I mean um, the the coach of um, of Ghana, um, which is obviously working at the, at the, the German Bundesliga Borussia Dortmund as a, as a, as an assistant coach obviously has the choice to see German football and he got some three three great talents um and Patrick Pfeiffer is another one in the central defense but central defense um is is yeah is is a very occupied space with with great players which will be at the World Cup but I think Ghana and the, the representation from Ghana um, has a chance, but also all the African teams playing with some great talent, and I look forward to an exciting World Cup in Qatar. That's Mario Leo, the CEO of Result Sports, and Mario spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Germany. My name is Mario Leo. I'm the founder and chief executive of Result Sports. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, Mario. You can find out more about Result Sports at result-sports.com. And you can follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. The first place gunners of Arsenal hold a four-point lead over defending champion Manchester City and Tottenham after weekend action in the English Premier League. Prince Nesta has that story and other highlights in the major European club football leagues. Sporty greetings, Prince. Sporty greetings to you too, Sonny. English striker of Nigerian descent Bukayo Saka scored the lone goal to help Arsenal secure a 1-0 win against Leeds United at Elland Road. The game is currently top the standings after making a highly impressive start to this season's campaign, which has seen them collect nine victories from ten Premier League games. Saka shared his thoughts on the match. My heart's still, still racing, but I'm... Um... I'm just really happy to get a three points, you know, because it was a really tough game and Leeds did really well, especially in the second half. They put a lot of pressure on us, so it makes it extra nice for us to leave here with all three points. Arsenal manager Mikhail Ateta also loaded his side's performance. We expected uh, periods where it became really chaotic, the game, and we have to handle that situation. I think the first half we had some really, really good moments that we should outplay them and, and score two or three, and, and we didn't, and we left the game open. And from the beginning, from the first week in the second half, we started uh, not at the rhythm and not making the right decisions time after time, and we put ourselves in big trouble. But even when you get in those moments, I love the resilience, the fight, the character, and the courage that the team showed to win the game. That's Arsenal boss Mikel Ateta reacting after his side secured a narrow victory over Leeds United at Elland Road. A brilliant second-half goal from Egyptian playmaker Mo Salah and Liverpool a 1-0 victory over Manchester City in a hot-tempered encounter played at Anfield. The citizens have now lost their unbeaten record and are currently four points behind Premier League leaders Arsenal. Liverpool are eight on the table with 13 points 
points from 10 games. The Reds host West Ham on Wednesday, while reigning champions Manchester City will take a break with their match against Arsenal postponed due to the Gunners' Europa League commitments. Here's Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp's reaction to his team's performance. Told the boys in half time, if you think it's intense, ask them. It's for them of the same intensity and in the end it will be a little bit about who wants it more. And that, not that they didn't want it, they wanted a lot, but we had then of course the help from Enfield um, home game that must make the difference in moments and we had the better chances in the end um, the clearer chances in a super intense game against the team which is incredibly difficult to play but we closed the right gaps we found the challenges in the right areas we we, we um, denied them in so many moments where they actually want to usually get really through um, but that's it it's not more it was just a, a super game um, two really good football teams who gave the absolutely absolute all. The lone goal scorer, Mo Salah, also shared his thoughts on the match. Well, that's, uh, always, this side is always hard for us also to play home or away because they almost dominate the game. They try to keep the ball as long as they can. But I think the most important thing for us, and we have to take from there just three points and just we need to carry on because our position in the league is not the best. So we just it's just one game and just need to carry on. Here's City Bulls Pep Guardiola's reaction to his team's loss. That was a real good game. Both sides tight as usual. And uh, we make a mistake. Uh... Kevin didn't follow the transition and and draw, lose the duel and, and we lost in one action. But in general, the game was really good. That's Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola after his side suffered a narrow defeat in the hands of Liverpool in the Premier League. Graham Potter's impressive tenure as Chelsea manager continued as Mason Mount's double secured his side a 2-0 Premier League victory against Aston Villa in a match that was played at Villa Park. The Blues are now unbeaten in six games since Potter replaced German tactician Thomas Tickle at Stamford Bridge. The win at Villa was Chelsea's fifth in a row in all competitions. Blues manager Graham Potter was proud of his team's victory. Aston Villa made us suffer, absolutely, uh, certainly in the first half. We started off OK, uh, and in the second part of the first half, we, we, had, we had to, we needed a goalkeeper, we had to, we had to suffer, and um, yeah, that's probably a big part of the game that allowed us to stabilise a little bit at half-time. We were, we were a bit better in the second half, I thought, more stable. So in the end, it's a fantastic point for us. We, we, we have to admit that Aston Villa gave us a fantastic game. But um, delighted for the players. It's an important three points, especially coming back from a Champions League um, trip. It's, uh, it's a particular challenge, but fair play to the boys. They, they're stuck in there. Then Chelsea manager Graham Potter reacting to his team's emphatic victory against Aston Villa in the Premier League. Manchester United were held to a nil-nil draw at Old Trafford after managing just two shots on target against Newcastle United. The Red Devils are now tied with Chelsea as the second lowest scorer in the Premier League's top ten. Here's United's boss Eric Ten Hag's reaction to his team's performance. We are disappointed with the result um, after such game. I think uh, we have a, we make a good performance, but finally we didn't score and. Um, but the performance, as I said, was good. It was tactical, the pressing was really good, another clean sheet, that was good. Uh, the on-the-ball possession, first half, we didn't get the switches in, but second half, we kept it in, and then you saw the composure in the team, and we dictated totally that game. And in the end, you see also in the physical, uh, against Newcastle, it was a really good physical team. Uh, they had cramp, 
eh, because we dictated the game, we let them run, and finally we had to win that game because we created two huge tensions in the end. That's Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag's reaction after his team's draw against Newcastle in the Premier League. England captain Harry Kane marked his 400th Tottenham appearance with the opening goal before Pierre Emil Hojbag added a second later to earn Spurs a 2 0 win against Everton. The victory leaves Conte's team level on points with second place Manchester City, while Everton dropped to 14th. Tottenham boss Antonio Conte gave remarks on his team's performance. A good game, good intensity, despite we played only two two days and a half ago. I think that we showed a great intensity. We created many chances. Maybe in the first half, uh, um, I think we have, uh, yeah, we should have more attention in two circumstances, in two situations, because we considered two counter attack for Everton. Then um, no, no, no danger, no, no danger for uh, for for Hugo. Uh, we get a chance, we score. And uh, also we faced um, a difficult situation, the um, Richie's uh, injury. Brent's Tottenham manager Antonio Conte reacting to his team's victory against Everton in the Premier League. And moving on to the French League, Brazilian superstar Neymar registered his ninth goal in the French League this season to help Paris Saint-Germain secure a 1-0 home victory over bitter rivals Marseille. The Parisians posted their ninth win in 11 games to move three points clear of Laurent at the top of the standings, while Marseille slammed to a second straight loss and dropped to fourth place, six points behind PSG. In other fixtures, former Arsenal hitman Alexandre Lacazette scored twice for Lyon, but it wasn't enough, as Lyon lost by three goals to two at the hands of Hene to extend its current winless run to six matches. Canadian forward of Haitian descent Jonathan David also scored twice in Lille's 3-0 win over Strasbourg, while Nantes moved out of the relegation zone with a 4-1 thrashing of last place best. To lose beaten J three goals to two, a JCL secured a one-all draw at Troyes, and Xewa held to a one-all draw at home by Nice. Reporting for the sunny side of sports, I'm Prince Nestor. Thanks, Prince. Now let's go to Sierra Leone, which kicked off its first women's football league over the weekend. In an interview with VOA's James Buddy, Sierra Leone Football Association President Thomas Daddy Brema said he's delighted with the launch of the 12-team league. It was spectacular. You know, uh, Sierra Leone have been playing female football, but not in organized. They're the first organized female league football and we we're all very excited about it the president of the country came to grace the occasion and that's why i said it was spectacular how advanced is women football in sierra leone in order to have a premier league well uh, like i started saying it's the first organized female premier league football you know we've been playing female football in sierra leone but to answer your question we are trying to bring it to that level where we can say it's advanced. No, the problem, particularly when it comes to women's football, is the issue of support. Even in men's football, how much support is your association or the Sierra Leone government willing to give these women? Well, for a start, uh, the president of the country is a sign of uh, 
support of female football. And then, of course, the Federation is more than ready to support female football. And uh, that's more or less the reason why the program was accepted by all forms of like people around football. That's Thomas Daddy Brema, the president of the Sierra Leone Football Association. And he spoke with VOA's James Buddy from Freetown, Sierra Leone. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. Give a sunny side of sports birthday salute to South African golf star Ernie Els. Ernie is celebrating his 53rd birthday on this Monday. He was born in Johannesburg, South Africa. And Ernie had a multi-sports background as a boy. In fact, he played rugby, cricket, tennis, and starting at the age of eight, the sport that would win him millions of dollars, golf. Among Ernie's more than 70 career victories in professional golf are four major championships. Ernie has won the U.S. Open twice and the British Open twice. That puts him among six golfers to twice win both the U.S. Open and the British Open. Happy 53rd birthday to the South African golf star, Ernie Els. Just ahead, the AP's Mike Reeves will have a package of American sports news, including auto racing, National Football League results, and the Major League Baseball playoffs. The Yankees force a decisive Game 5 in their American League Division Series against the Indians with a 4-2 win in Cleveland. Harrison Bader hits a two-run home run while Garrett Cole tosses seven innings and gives up two runs. We have to get the job done as a team, so, um, and we did that tonight. I just went out there and approached it like I approach everything else. 
In the NFL, the Eagles beat the Cowboys 26-17 to remain undefeated. Jalen Hurts throws a pair of touchdown passes. Does Philadelphia head coach Nick Sirianni view the unbeaten record as motivation? The motivation of not letting your teammate down, coach to player, player to coach, player to player, coach to coach, is like that's love, right? That's just the love that you have for your teammates. And like there's no greater motivation. The Bills are now 5-1 and one following a 24-20 win in Kansas City. Josh Allen connects with Dawson Knox on a 14-yard strike with 104 left in the fourth quarter. Buffalo linebacker Von Miller. It just feels so good to go out there uh, with my teammates um, to work towards something like this and to come out on top, man. It, it feels good. It's a great win. The Giants are also 5-1 and one after they score 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to down the Ravens 24-20. to New York quarterback Daniel Jones throws for 173 yards and two scores. We're going to compete for 60 minutes and, you know, try to give the fans something to be proud about, give them a reason to cheer. And, you know, that's what we're what we're trying to do each week. In other NFL games on Sunday, the Vikings beat the Dolphins, the Jets over the Packers, the Falcons down the 49ers. New England wins at Cleveland. Indianapolis beats Jacksonville. Cincinnati defeats New Orleans. The Steelers get past the Buccaneers. The Rams best the Panthers. And the Seahawks win against the Cardinals. In NASCAR, Joey Logano wins in Las Vegas to become the first driver to qualify for NASCAR's championship finale. I'm Mike Reeves. Wraps up the October 17th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports. <laughs>